Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward with a fantastic guest I am so excited to have on, comedian Heather Shaw. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, I'm gay. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bi and thriving. There's actually, there's oh, yeah. a podcaster I love who, um, he starts his podcast where he's like, good morning to everyone, even the bisexuals. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's funny. Even you. You guys get a bad rap. I don't get, I don't know why. And I'm a Gemini too. It's just like, what's your sign, by the way? I'm an Aries. Oh. Aries-ish. I think Aries I'm an Aries. Is great. Yeah, I like a good Aries. Come on. Well, I'm so excited to have you on because your TikToks are hilarious. You do fantastic pop culture takes. And you also, you know, kind of got famous on TikTok for having the mm -hmm. exact face of Jim Carrey, who we are going to be doing a mini deep dive on today. So, I'm so can excited. you first just tell me about how these comparisons started and kind of what the perception has been over the past couple of years. Well, it started when I was young, like eight. When Ace Ventura movies came out, that's when I was like super young and I could mm -hmm. just pull the face. Like it, I never had to practice it. It just came to me naturally because it's just the face. I just have his face. Like there, I don't yes. think I'm an impersonator because it's not like I like sat in front of a mirror and was like nailing it. I literally just talk. I just have his mouth, I think. So but you can do so much with that mouth because like yeah. the way that he moves it around, like his, yeah. his face, you know, he kind of works in the top half and the bottom half of his face, but you can mm -hmm. nail some of these impressions. Could you do that as a kid? Yeah. Like, I mean, the all righty thens and stuff I could do like easily. It's just my mouth. So it's like, you know, all this movement is just, it's, you know, me, yeah. but I can't do like, I cannot do the Grinch. I haven't really tried. <laughs> Uh, just because I want one part of me that doesn't look like Jim Carrey. I can't do that, I don't think. <laughs> People always are like, do do the Grinch. And I'm like, ugh, God. People on TikTok, I mean, I'm sure, right, being on TikTok, you get a lot of comments. I do, too. People always talk about how my lips are so thin. And, like, this space here <laughs> makes me look like a who from Whoville. Who? So oh, no. together, we could, like, put on, like, a TikTok <laughs> Grinch movie. <laughs> You'll be the Grinch God. now. I'll be the who people. <laughs> I know. Every Christmas, I'm like, God, here we go. I gear up for it. Do you? Some people on TikTok have said I look like Gwyneth Paltrow. So over the years, oh, I've developed. Oh, I see that. <laughs> I mean. You're a little waspy. It's very waspy. It's just like a white <laughs> woman with sun damage and thin lips. And they're like, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow, you? <laughs> yeah. But I've developed kind of an affinity for her ever since. So like over the years, do you feel a kinship towards Jim Carrey? Do you love him, hate him, think that he's your father? Yeah, yes. I think he's my dad. Um, no, I, I respect him as a comedian because I grew up on his movies, like huge influence in that way. I don't really fuck with him in his personal life. Like everything I know about him personally, I've learned against my will from TikTok. Like I know his star sign now. I know his birthday. Like these are things I did not know, nor do I care to know. Mm. I just respected him as a comedian. And then it gets like murky with his, I'm like, I just want to stay away from his weird like girlfriend death and all I mean there's a lot going on Epstein I don't even know but it's just like you know I'm hoping he never gets canceled because then I just have the face of a canceled man forever yes you yeah, imagine like Bob Bill Cosby or something I know suck. or the name I remember I was getting um Botox for the first time in New York and the plastic surgeon at the office next door his name was literally Jeffrey Epstein and I'm like well that sucks like <laughs> that was actually know? Jeffrey that was actually Jeffrey he's he's hiding it was on the Upper East Side, so maybe that was like his remote office. That was actually office. him. He was just scouting women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boob jobs only in that yeah. office, you know, yeah. labiaplasties. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
So you said that you'd know a little bit about his life, um, but you haven't gotten too into it. So today we're going to kind of skim the surface. What is the most wild rumor that you've heard about Jim Carrey? Because I've heard like a bunch. Mm -hmm. I think you said recently, right? Like he has this long hair now and people were saying (laughs) Jim Carrey is trying to reach out to you by doing long hair. The QAnon people have found me and they will not let me go. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, they see the long hair and they're like, this, this is him talking to you. And I'm like, no, he's had long hair before for that, that show that wasn't great. Kidding. I think uh, yes. I never saw it, but it didn't look good. It kind of looked like produced by Jeffrey Epstein, to be honest. I mean, it was very creepy, but it was very childlike. And also, I just think yeah. with a lot of shows, like if they're good, you'll know of it. Like now I just wait until yeah. everybody's buzzing about a show. I'm not going to do the legwork of watching it myself. I'll join three seasons in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at your Instagram stories where somebody was oh, talking about QAnon conspiracy theories. The latest one going around is that everyone in Hollywood is trans. There's Every some sort elite of- is a trans. Did you know this? <laughs> Taylor Swift? Oh, boy. I-, I mean, that is my favorite comment from today. And they're just like the elites are trans. I love Where it. people will basically like point out it's it's anytime you see like red arrows pointing to things like it's a specific shade of red. You're not going to find anything mm-hmm. good there. And people <laughs> yeah. are like shaved Adam's apple. Like a tall <laughs> yeah. woman is always a man. Like it's really crazy. Like I feel like it's just I don't know. It's really fascinating. I found one where somebody thought I was made in a lab. I'm a clone of Jim Carrey, <laughs> which I don't know what the end game there is. And they were comparing our ears. We don't look alike in ears. It's it's just wild. People are need meds. You know, yeah. they need therapy and meds and the to leave ears the house. are crazy. But also, yeah. I mean, it is wild that you both have the face and also the comedic chops. So I feel I like know, it, you know, right? That's mm-hmm. weird. All right. Well, we're gonna dive here into Jim Carrey. Um, you know, I oh, think God, he's really yes. fascinating. Like after learning more about him, there's definitely some negative things, but there's a lot of positives and his life is fascinating so you know obviously he's this canadian now canadian american he has his citizenship uh comedian and he got big for the slapstick physical comedy humor he first started to get like popular in tv with the tv series in living color then he had that first box office his hit ace ventura pet detective then he was in the mask then dumb and dumber and then it was off to mm-hmm. the races and he mm-hmm. kind of had that ability where he was able to be more serious and you see this in the cable guy or the truman show and i'm curious for your opinion also um eternal sunshine of the spotless mind Mm -hmm. it seems like a lot of like famous comedy actors him robin williams they're so funny but they also have this like very deep intellectual like kind of tortured depressive side is that something that you see in a lot of comics yeah i think most comics are real sad you know, mm. I mean, even struggling comics, there are people that do DoorDash, you know, and don't want to work. And like, they're just, they have depression, a lot of depression in comedy. Um, but yeah, I mean, Robin Williams and Jim Carrey were both, they seem both kind of tortured kind of, or something's there. I mean, isn't Jim Carrey super spiritual and like, they're just running yeah. from something it, it feels like. So yeah, I think a lot of comedians suffer from like depression. Some some don't. I feel like I don't, but mm-hmm. there is a darkness whether you're successful or not. Yeah, but, it, and I think he says too. That's kind of how he got his 
start. Uh, a lot of people said, you know, like, where did this love of comedy come from? And Jim Carrey always says it came from desperation. Like I had a sick mom. He says, I think a mm. lot of comedians had sick parents and I just wanted to make my mom feel better. She would lay in bed and take a bunch of pain pills and I would do impressions of praying mantises and I would bounce off the walls and throw myself down the stairs. And at age eight, he started making these faces in front of a mirror and doing these different impressions. So it is interesting that like That's a lot so of these- sad. It's devastatingly sad. I had no idea. That's so depressing. (laughs) But also like the fact that out of such desperation and depression comes a lot of comedy. Like I would think maybe comes a lot of art or comes a lot of music, but I feel like comedy is on the opposite spectrum of depression. So I wouldn't expect them to go together as much as we see it. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, for sure. I think the super funny ones are probably the most fucked up ones too. In a way where, like, I always say, like, there are some comedians, Jim Carrey being one of them, probably Will Ferrell being another. I don't know if I would feel super comfy being alone in a room with them just because they're always doing these wacky characters. They're so off the wall. Like, I don't know who that person is. Like, who are they? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that either has to ham it up all the time or you're like, I don't know who the fuck you are. I feel like that's every actor in L.A., though. You know, like, who are you? Do you know who you are? You know? Yeah. Do you have an identity? (sighs) And I'm excited for when we get to his spiritual side because he kind of ousted his entire identity. So, oh my God, really? Oh, yeah. He went full spiritual deep end. So, (laughs) you know, we have him here as a kid. He's making impressions at age eight. At age 10, he uh, wrote to Carol Burnett of the Carol Burnett show saying that he should go on. He wrote a letter to the Monty Python TV show. He was obsessed with comedy, but then his family fell on some hard times. His dad was actually a saxophone player and he sold Mm -hmm. his saxophone to help pay for medical procedures that the mom needed. Then he became an accountant. He ended up getting let go. So the family dropped below the poverty level. They were all living in this van. Um, Jim and his brother John would live in a tent for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And everyone in the family had to pitch in and get a job. And his father got a job at this like tire factory. And they were able to live in a house across the street from the factory in exchange for all of the children working as janitors and security guards. So Jim Carrey said that his job growing up was like scrubbing pubic hair off of urinals all day long, which is also once again like, I can't, I can't imagine a more depressing job to have. Right. But also maybe that adds to his ambition, you know, like I think a lot of people are ambitious because they have nothing, you know, and they're like, I don't want this. Is there such thing? Because I feel like a comedian is one of those things where you, you need to have raw talent. Mm -hmm. Is there such thing as a lot of Nepo comedians or do you not really see like who who can you? Yeah. There's a lot of New York city Nepo comedians. A lot of them mm. are living in like Manhattan and like, you know, uh, they don't have to work during the day. I think, you know, there's uh, off. I mean, Nick Kroll is one, I, oh. you know, Nick Kroll's dad like owns like government contracting company or something. I mean, he makes like weapons for war. Um, Would, no, is that Nepo or is that just like, he's rich? Like, is his dad also in the comedy entertainment? He, okay. Is? You're right. Yeah. He's just rich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nepo wise, <laughs> Nepo wise, I think you see it now with like SNL writers yes those a little. please don't destroy boys right like two yeah, like of them two thirds have... um yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and the comedy i don't know because a lot of the like richard Pryor's son was doing it but i don't think he's very good yeah i remember i saw him on instagram like... and i was like oh yeah i think it's like athletes like if you don't have the talent really you can't really make hard it. to back it up yeah well he then started doing stand-up comedy at the age of 15 and he 
really took off for doing these like physical impersonations. Like the way that he can move his face and his body is like absolutely fantastic. So he just kind of shot up to the stratosphere through that. He then moved to Hollywood. He started performing at the comedy store. And this was interesting. He, you know, I feel like a comedian, I feel like everyone's always trying to push the boundaries, right? Like a TikToker doesn't want to be just a TikToker. And like Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga and Harry Styles want to get into acting. Like everyone wants to do it all. So he didn't want to do impressions. He started trying to do like personality stand up and different things. And at one point he had like kind of a lukewarm set of trying to do that stand up and it got him unbooked from the tonight show because he had such a bad set. And I wanted to ask you like, is that a thing? Like, can you get booked for something and then bomb a performance and have your job like revoked because you didn't do well? I don't, I don't hear about that as much anymore. I think that's old school, but you know, like when late night spots meant something like now I know comics that go on Fallon and like Kimmel and it does nothing for their career. Like at all. So I think uh, that's, it's an old school. What does the most, is it like a good, is it a good podcast, good TikTok? What is it? It's followings. Sadly, like I know a lot of funny people that have like 2000 followers on Instagram and like, you know, you have to, it's weird. It used to be like, you know, if you were good in the club, you'd go on late night and then your career blow up because Carson or Leno or Letterman put you on. Now it's like you go on Jimmy Fallon and like can maybe book for a year. Maybe. Well, the crazy thing too is like the number of people watching Jimmy Fallon. Who's watching people watching Alex Earl right now? Like doing makeup. It's crazy. Who was watching Fallon? Midwest mothers? I don't know. I have no I idea. A, um, on my pop culture bingo card for 2024, I was like, I could see late night shows just ceasing to exist or they hire some sort of female or influencer to do it. Do you think late night is completely over? Or do you think we could have a renaissance of it again? I think it's what it is now. It's completely, it's just dying. You have Jimmy Fallon on Coke doing you know, <laughs> games with celebrities. You have James Corden being a horrible person, but doing carpool karaoke. Like, it's just like, what is happening? Like, they're just resorting to, like, grasping at straws with celebrities. I don't know. It seems like it's going to die unless they get, like, influencers in there. Or I don't really even know if that would work. Does anybody care about late night TV is my question. Like, well, I think it's also, too, like, the interviews with the celebrities. It's so obvious that they come on to promote or plug something. So it doesn't seem genuine. And it's the same reason that I feel like, blind items and TikTok gossip have kind of replaced People Magazine because it's like, well, why would I buy a magazine that's just, I'm paying money just to hear what publicists want me to be influenced by? Like, it makes no sense. And it's kind of the same feeling with late night shows. Yeah, I totally forgot that people existed until you just said it. Like, literally, who's reading that, you know? I mean, it's so much more interesting to go on TikTok and hear, like, blind items or, like, that celebrities are trans, all of them. Taylor yeah, Swift is a all boy. of them are I'm like, trans. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's, it's really yeah. wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Pair Eyewear, and you can wear them too. If you are interested in switching things up in 2024, and maybe you have glasses to help your vision, or maybe you just want to look stylish with some sunglasses, which is what I have from Pair, you can check out Pair. They have a curated selection of base frames for men, women, and kids starting at $60, and they can have all of these different uh, top frames that you snap on, and you can switch up your look in literally just a snap. And those top frames start at just $25. So I have a pair of their sunglasses, very beautiful tortoise frames, and it's almost like a half cat eye look. It's very classy. It looks like Audrey Hepburn. And if you have regular glasses, so you need prescription, you can use your 
uh, HSA or your FSA reimbursement to purchase your base frames. So visualize a fantastic new year with Pair Eyewear. You can go to PairEyewear.com and use code FLUENTLY for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that Fluently Forward sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's Pair, P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com with code FLUENTLY. So um, so then it's interesting too, throughout his life, Jim Carrey has auditioned for SNL three different times and he was turned down all three times, which I just always like to share that because I feel like it gives me hope, you know, like he ended up actually um, hosting the show. And I'm also curious, speaking of which, Shane Gillis, who yes. was hired and then fired for SNL, Love it. now this coming Saturday, I think, yep. is going to be hosting. So what yeah. are your thoughts on comedian Shane Gillis? I fucking love it. You know what I mean? I love Shane Gillis. He's so funny. He's so much funnier than SNL. He's going to yeah. make that episode really funny. I'm still not going to watch it like live, but I'll see <laughs> clips. Well, that's how everyone does it too. You just watch on YouTube the next day. Yeah, again, yeah. who's watching live? I mean, I don't know. Maybe tweens. I don't know. Uh, but I'm excited because he's going to make it funny. You know, it's not... It's just not good. So I think SNL has in the last like six months, I think I've seen a change from it. I feel like they're getting quicker, sharper. There's a lot more sketches that I actually laugh at. Like I would say good. the last four years, it was just awful. Like it was, it was hard so to PC. stomach up. Yeah. Chuckle or anything. Yeah. It was bad. I'm um, excited to okay. see what he does. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. His relationships. He has had a lot of relationships. He dated uh, the singer Linda Ronstad for eight months. He was married twice. He has one daughter with one of the Me. women. Yeah. <laughs> and another one that he doesn't know about. <laughs> he was engaged to Renee Zellweger. He was uh, in a relationship yeah. with January Jones, with Jenny McCarthy. And then this is really sad but there was a woman um katrina white and she was this irish woman and they met in 2012 he was 50 and she was 25 which is just like already already it's also funny how it flies so under the radar like i feel like we know like jared leto drake like george clooney leonardo dicaprio nobody ever shouts out jim carrey yeah he's kind of got a pass i feel like i know he totally got away from it and This woman, Katrina, it seems like she was kind of already in a very vulnerable place when they met. Her father had died that same year that she met him. She was very vulnerable. Um, She would, I want to use the right language, attempt suicide, I believe, uh, on the anniversary of her father's death. They dated on and off for three years, and it seems like their relationship was very volatile. We have notes from their therapist saying that she was very scared of him, that once Jim Carrey smashed a computer against a wall in a drug-induced rage and kicked her out of the house afterwards, that she felt very used for sex. Uh, She compared herself to a dog, saying that he would frequently send her away and then summon her back whenever he felt like it, which does sound... I mean, obviously awful, but I could see a lot of Hollywood relationships where you have this A-list star dating kind of like a normie. They probably do think that they're better than the typical person, you know? Yeah, 100%, for sure. So then we get into this where we have text messages, and basically in early January 2013, she texted him saying, hey, like I'm starting to get bumps on my downstairs region. Oh, no. It's making me (laughs) nervous. And he was like, don't worry about it, babe. Like you can get that from shaving. Like you can get that from having vigorous sex. Like it's not a big deal whatsoever. But then she gets a test and it turns out that she's testing positive for STDs. And then he starts to freak out on her and they break up. Now they end up getting back together. 
And when they get back together, this tragic event happens in September 2015. She's now 28 years old, where after a FaceTime call with Jim Carrey, she took her own life by suicide and overdosed in her apartment with, um, you know, this massive amount of prescription drugs, Ambien, a massive dose of Percocet, and her body was found a few days later. And there was a note that she left and it was kind of addressed to him and it shouted out like a lot of things that he did and how he made her feel. So anyway, Jim Carrey ended up paying for her burial arrangements and he was one of those guys who like helps carry in the casket at the funeral. Right. But apparently like the family didn't want him there and he was paparazzi there and people were like, is he the reason why the paparazzi showed up at this funeral? And then it led to a whole situation where her mother and her ex-husband ended up suing Jim Carrey and basically saying, you lied. You gave her these STDs. It already she was already in a bad place and, you know, made her sink even further. And they kind of said, like, you're responsible for what happened, which I feel like is such hairy territory like I don't think you can pin something like that on someone but then again if they're abusive they're abusive but I don't know it's just such murky water to me what do you think yeah I mean she had previously been suicidal too yeah that's what it sounds like I thought I heard something about like what she took was meds that were prescribed to him I don't know if that's real that's something that's like creepy too So some people say he gave her the drugs and he was able to get the drugs because he was a celebrity. He would use a fake name. Other people say she stole the drugs from him. And then something else that did come out afterwards, this case ended up being dismissed. So it didn't actually go to trial. But Jim Carrey's lawyer was able to prove that Katrina had blackmailed him with fake STD results. Now, like, I don't know how true the blackmail was, but when they first started dating, he asked for a clean STD test and she forged medical records saying that she had no STDs before she met Jim Carrey. However, other women have come out and it has shown that Jim Carrey does have positive STD test results. So it seems like maybe she forged the records, but she was also clean. Like, I don't know. Who knows? But it seems like it was murky waters on both sides. Yeah. And I'm just going to, if anybody was an A-list celebrity in the nineties, they have STDs. Like I don't, women or man, they all have STDs. I don't believe that anybody's clean. Tom Hanks, not clean. They're all dirty. (laughs) Tom Hanks is How are you going to be famous and privileged and fucking whoever you want? I remember growing up in like the nineties, early two thousands, the big celebrity rumors of the time was like, do you have the Derek Jeter strain of herpes or do you have like the (laughs) A-Rod strain? And it was just like different strains that are like spreading throughout. One strain can speak Spanish well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so that has kind of been surrounding Jim Carrey. And there's also been Mm. a rumor surrounding him. We did a mini episode on this. Have you heard the rumors that Jim Carrey and Ariana Grande have had a thing? Yes, because my fiance loves Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. So she thinks, she thinks, I don't know if she thinks they banged. I've heard they banged. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't just care about stuff. age. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was just over the, over the pants. Yeah, just a little, just a little. I mean, OTP he doesn't care about day. age, so it could check out. And she, and she is like loves him, right? Obsessed with him. But like, like back what in the obsession day. level? Like obsession, I want to blow you or obsession like I love your comedy? Because I love, you know, Zach Galifianakis, but I don't want his balls in my mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what's the... I think it I think it might be a little column A, a little column B. So, like, she mm. has this obsession for him and his work. Her first AIM username was Jim Carrey Fan 42 in oh, fourth boy. grade. Oh, boy. And she has, like, a tattoo from The Truman Show, in case no, I don't Ariana. see it. 
Good afternoon, good also evening, and good album. night. Yes, her new album is called Eternal Sunshine, coming out soon. And everybody just thinks of the famous movie he was in, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's my favorite movie of his. But if she banged him, would she be doing this? Would she be naming a title after a guy she banged? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Like, people were also saying she is kind of attracted to that weirdo type that can make her laugh. Hello, like Pete have you Davidson. seen yeah. Ethan Slater, right? He's got like that weird, like just someone who's all about the physicality and putting on a show. Yeah. It just kind of seems to yeah. be her type a little bit. Yeah. We have some uh, blind items about them. Who knows? Oh, God, yes. Um, I will say this one is pretty iconic because there's a lot of blind items basically saying, right, like they're sleeping together, they're sleeping together, doing drugs and sleeping together. And then we have one blind that says, this former highest paid actor in the world was stunned that the A-list singer cheated on him. That is his forte. And I love the idea of him being like, I'm going to fuck this young Disney star. And she's like, joke's on you. I already cheated on you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, with a married man. (laughs) That's my type. You can't beat me at my own game. I'm Ariana Grande. I will do the cheating here. Thank you. This was an interesting blind item too. It said, um, the former A-plus list mostly movie actor is using his relationship with the A-plus list singer to lure in more women to participate in some self-realization type thing. It sounds like a way for him to have a lot of sex with a lot of different women. And I will say, I don't know obviously what happened with them, but Jim Carrey is definitely way more gen ex-millennial so I would imagine him having connections and doing PR with Ariana Grande would introduce him to like a Gen Z audience who might not know about him. For sure yeah for sure. Is he sleeping with them or does he just want them to watch his new movie I don't know that's where it gets hairy. Sonic 3 or whatever yeah maybe that might be a little (laughs) it's a lot of PR yeah maybe I don't know I think he just likes young women. There's a lot of creepy blind items about him, and it just sounds like a lot of the women that he has dated do not say good things about him. There's a lot of allegations of him being very verbally abusive and allegedly making fun of people when they do a bad job orally servicing him, which is just like... (laughs) He roasts them while he's getting blown? (laughs) My personal nightmare. Even if someone is like, oh, could you move your hand left a couple inches? I'm like, oh, so you hate me? Like, you're already... You're so vulnerable when you're doing myself. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like that. Yeah. You Roasting have dandruff. Someone. I don't know if you knew that, but you have. It's either dandruff or lice. Something's going on. <laughs> and I can promise it's not dry scalp because yeah. the flakes are a little bit more yellow. So trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so. Who knows? Obviously, if anyone has ever had an experience with Jim Carrey, please slide into the DMs because I feel like after each episode we do, somebody slides in and, you know, they've had an oh experience God, yes. with one of these celebrities. So I'm. Have you heard like Trisha Paytas' story? Is this like a widely known story about Trisha Paytas' story? Carey? Maybe it's not. Yeah, I got told this by a comedian in it's Austin. <laughs> Trisha Paytas, apparently, when she was like younger in LA, somehow met up with Jim Carrey and they like were partying and doing I mean it's all alleged allegedly yeah uh <laughs> met up with him and they were all they were like doing coke and having sex and he was like shooting off guns in his backyard I I, I thought I don't know if she spoke on this publicly my my fiance says she thinks she heard something about Trisha Paytas talking about Jim Carrey I remember a, a, a story of her, of her I, with guns and um like hooking up with a guy with guns and I remember somebody yeah. once said that they had sex with Elon Musk, I think, and he like oh shotguns God. off afterwards. Of course he would. 
yeah i don't know if that's i mean that kind of i'm like that could either be very not real or totally real trisha page is also... insane and fun and i could see that she's told stories about like how she hooked up with um what's the guy who's into feet the um quentin the quentin tarantino, quentin tarantino. <laughs> but I then mean, it turned yeah. out that like they didn't hook up but they were just like friends or at least like she would go to every one of his meet and greets so she has like 17 photos of like sitting on quentin tarantino's lap just giving him feet jobs yeah i mean i could see it but that's you know it's like what's real what's not with her you know trisha paytas you could see anything so yeah yeah Today's episode is brought to you by Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and a lot of different pastries. I love carbs. You guys have seen me eating butter noodles for 10 minutes straight on TikTok. I kind of do the opposite of the Regina George diet, so it's an all-carb diet, and I have loved using wild grain. One of my favorite things that they have is these croissants that come frozen, right? Everything that wild grain gives you is frozen and then you just pop it in the oven and you bake them and it's hot fresh it's better than getting something at the bakery and taking it home because it's exactly hot and ready when it comes out and if you want to impress people with brunch i think it's just so fantastic to pop things in the oven and have pastries at home so now you can fully customize your wild grain box you can choose any combination of breads pastas and pastries you can even build a box of only breads only pasta or only pastries if you would like and for a limited time you can get 30 dollars off of the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash fluently to start your subscription you heard me that is free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash fluently now we'll tackle this area of when Jim Carrey went all spiritual and um, mm. kind of expanded mm. on this now some of the stuff in his life is fascinating like he is really into the law of attraction, affirmation, you know, what you attract, you will receive. And he actually has this incredible story where he wrote a check for himself for $10 million for acting services rendered. And I think he set a timeline to cash it within like the next three years. Like that was the date he put of it, Thanksgiving 1995. And he just kept it in his wallet and he kept it there. And you can see a picture of the check. It's kind of like deteriorated at this point. And then he found out that he was going to get a movie role just before Thanksgiving 1995 and he was going to be paid exactly $10 million for it. Now, some That's interviews wild. say that was Dumb and Dumber and then other interviews say that it was The Mask, mask. too. Um, yeah. But isn't that crazy? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. granted, he also says you have to work hard for it, but I find that story... What do you think of Manifestation? I, I kind of love it. I love it, but I am also a white girl. You know, I think a lot of white <laughs> girls love manifestation because it's like, yeah, you just get what you want. Um, mm -hmm. But I do believe in it a bit. I mean, I think that your mindset kind of dictates what happens in your life. You know, if you're going to be negative your whole life, you're probably going to attract shit. You know, mm -hmm. have you met negative people where you're just like, they always have shit going on in their life's drama bullshit. It's like, yes. yeah, you, that's what you attract in. Um, but I think it's, I think it's more mindset than just being like, I am going to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, but it's it's a compelling story for him. That's I mean, it's very compelling, and it's a cool mean? came from nothing act. I think too to be like, okay, what do I want to manifest? Because I think a lot of times we don't like if you ask someone, what do you want? Like we're so used to living day by day, check to mm -hmm. check, that you're like, yeah. okay, what do I need? What can I afford? But we don't really think like, what do we want? Like, well, what's desire, our wildest yeah. dreams? You kind of like lose that once you're a kid, and yeah, and he start, probably had the mindset yeah. that like it is attainable. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He believed himself and he did the work. Mm-hmm. So I think it, that goes into play as well. You can't just sit around and be like, I'm going to make a million dollars and then just sit around mm-hmm. and do nothing and, you know, no work yeah. towards it. Or So it's, I think it's a mixture of things. But mindset's important, I think, for sure. He's definitely a hard worker. And he also, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of different angles of a type of spiritual person that you can be right you could be like a religious spiritual you could be goop spiritual like there's there's tons out there and he (laughs) seems to fall a little bit into the goopy side so he has struggled with depression like you know like we said like a lot of comics do but he said that he was on Prozac for a long time and it helped him out of a jam for a little bit but then he realized he had to get off at a certain point Um, And he says that now he commits himself to this life where he's very serious about no alcohol, no drugs, and he doesn't even let himself drink coffee, which I think is interesting. Now, the blind items, I was just going to say the blind items say that he's still doing drugs. I mean, it's like everybody says they're sober and it's like, I believe some people, but I don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe. But but that's the blind items are all like this cokehead fiend giving STDs away (laughs) like candy. You know, it's like, what are we doing? Who's who's right? (laughs) I think a lot of these celebrities have their own version of what sober is. I think Demi Lovato, right, said she was like sober, but she was still smoking weed. And it's just like each person is like, oh, I'm sober. But then if you ask a couple follow-up questions and not each person person, I'm talking about these like Hollywood celebrities who kind of live in a different reality. They'll be like, oh, well, I'm sober, but like I have martinis on Friday or something. It's almost like, like, like it's like when people say that they're vegan, but they eat cheese. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love that Demi Lovato was non-binary for like five months and then was like, I can't, I'm out. I'm going to stop cosplaying. I... Okay, <laughs> so I actually funny. have a um, so little funny. like conspiracy theory on that, which oh is God, basically, please. I think that Demi Lovato does identify as they, that. well, I, I mean, I don't know. Who am I to say what she identifies as? But I think that when she said that she wanted her pronouns to be they them so many news articles stopped writing about her and i'm gonna say her because now she says she's okay yeah, with now she's pronoun. back to her but it lost a lot of clicks because a lot of people didn't want to accidentally say the wrong pronoun so they just went oh if i have three stories to cover maybe i'll just do dakota johnson instead of demi and maybe it started to affect her work because people were nervous about saying the wrong thing so then demi oh. went ah okay never mind that's good look like who that. knows that's a good theory i would just be he curious if like the Google results had kind of changed after yeah. a few years or something. That's a good theory. Yeah. I can believe that. She's so entertaining. She is. And I think she's like engaged now, but like nobody so really cares anymore. Yeah. So no. <laughs> to some nobody, to, to a Dalton Gomez type of guy. <laughs> no. Okay. So he is also, um, Jim Carrey says that he is Buddhist. He's Hindu. He's Muslim. He's whatever. He says that he follows all of them and none of them. And then he kind of entered, this was around 2017 was when Jim Carrey kind of got into this like spiritual crisis mode. Do you remember when he was on red carpets and people would be like, Hey, Jim Carrey, how are you doing tonight? And he would be like, I'm not Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey doesn't exist. Hey, Jim Carrey. Yes. I've covered a lot of fashion weeks. This is the first time I've run in to Jim Carrey. Wait, tell me, is it true you're wandering the streets? You need a date to the party? What's up? No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I just, uh, you know, there's no meaning to any of this. So I I wanted to find the most meaningless thing that I could come to and join. And and here I am. I mean, you got to admit it's completely meaningless. Well, they say they're celebrating icons inside. Celebrating Do you icons. In icons, boy, that is just the absolute lowest aiming, you know, 
possibility that we could come up with is like icons. What do you do? You believe in icons? I don't believe in personalities. I don't believe that you exist, but there is a, a wonderful fragrance in the air. You don't believe certain icons have the power to make change, to think differently, to be bold, to inspire others? Artistry, you're one of them. On the good foot. Ha! Yeah. You shut it down now. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I don't believe in icons. Uh, I don't believe in personalities. I believe that peace lies beyond personality, beyond invention and disguise, beyond the red S that you wear on your chest that makes bullets bounce off. I believe that it's deeper than that. I believe we're a field of energy dancing for itself. And uh, I don't care. But Jim, you got really dressed up for the occasion. You look good. No, Was I didn't that an get accident? dressed up. I didn't get dressed Who up. Who did? There, there is no me. There's no you. No. We're not here. This is a dream. There's just things happening. And there are clusters of tetrahedrons moving around together. Okay. Yeah. So what's happening in our world right now? Because there is a lot of news that actually is relevant that's not that yeah. Here's uplifting. the thing. It's not our world. None that's of this is key. real? Nope. nope. So you're just passing We don't through. matter. We don't matter. Oh, wow. There's the good news. Okay. Kill me now. Go away. <laughs> Are you, fuck off. Ugh. But it's funny because like he would be on the red carpet with powder on his face, hair styled, and a shiny Dude, blazer on talking up. about how Hollywood is fake. It's like, bitch, yeah. please. Yeah, with his millions, majillions that he manifested his way into this industry. And now he's, you know, above it in a deity. Okay. The thing that drove me wild too is that in all the comments of those videos, people would be like, he figured it out. He's like the only one in Hollywood who's real. Like he got to the top and he saw what it was and he didn't like it. And now he's removing himself from it. And I'm like, well, then why, why is he going to the event? Why yeah. is he talking about this? You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm totally down with the fact that like the idea of him being like, this is what I want in life. And he gets it. And then he's like, this industry is kind of icky and he's retired and he's out of it. Or he's just done. He has nothing else to give. I get that. But, like, don't show up to a fucking premiere and talk out of your ass like you're, you know, I Well, know, I think we God. see this from a lot of celebrities. Like, when Bella Hadid is on the cover of Vogue talking about how modeling is ruining her life and she doesn't want to do it. Like, we, we see this from celebrities a lot. Of, it's like when Taylor Swift is on, you know every single person screen all the time. And then she's like, I hate all the attention Girl, I'm getting, you know, like please. a lot of celebrities do this thing where they show up to the I event. Know. They're like the star of it. And then they're like, I hate that. I'm the star. Yeah. I wish I could do anything <laughs> but this. And all of us with our nine to fives, we're like, okay, okay. go on Fuck Glassdoor. Off. Like it's not yeah. that hard, you know, like it's yeah. just so funny how they, they always do that. I know it is very strange that they do that too. I don't know. I don't know what that's yeah. about. So it. he then started kind of going on this thing. He would do these different interviews where he would say, I use his name, the name Jim Carrey, but I am not Jim Carrey. He doesn't exist. And then he kind of started talking about how, and I understand half of this, like I'll go halfway there with him, but he was basically saying when he was working on Man on the Moon, he really method acted mm -hmm. as Andy Kaufman and he did that for four months. And then because <laughs> I know there's the phrase method acting is like such an eye roll, it. but because he was method acting, he wasn't Jim Carrey for four months. So then it made him think, well, if I can put aside Jim Carrey for four months, who is Jim Carrey? And now he's saying that Jim Carrey doesn't exist and he's ideas. Jim Carrey was an idea that my parents gave me. Irish, Scottish, French was an idea I was given. 
Canadian was an idea I was given. I had a hockey team and a religion and all of these things that cobbled together into this Frankenstein type of monster. It's like an avatar. These are all the things I am. And like, I kind of see what he's saying, but I also feel like that's, you know, the joke where it's like a guy does a mushroom trip and thinks he's discovered empathy. Literally, I was about to say that. Yeah. I mean, he took DMT once. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I know he likes to do trans transcendental meditation as well, which can kind of bring you to this, but this is like, what is that trans trans transcendental? It's like a very deep, deep meditation. I think it's a longer meditation. I think you kind of kind of soul leaving the body kind you're going to go to a different plane of existence and your mind you know i think it, it's hard to do you can't just like be like i'm gonna tm i think it's you really <laughs> practice you, you practice meditation up into it it's very long i think it's like hours long very intense mm. it can be i mean i've heard you know he it seems to be like basket cases love to do it you know well um, i wonder too if like this almost comes from him being an a-list actor like he has this quote here right where he's like you are not an actor or a lawyer no one is a lawyer laws practiced okay. but no one is a lawyer and to me i'm just like well maybe you're only saying that because for the last 20 years everyone in hollywood has been up your ass telling you that you're a god and you're the best and you're a deity yes and now you're just reworking it to realize that we're all humans and we have ups and downs and we do this and we do that like maybe his epiphany is just reworking everything that like his handlers have been telling him in Hollywood because people do try to yeah. build you up like you're a god you know yeah for sure and I think it goes back to again actors don't know who the fuck they are I mean yeah. actors will be whatever you want them to be they'll say whatever you put on this page you know it's like they don't know who the fuck they are and they'll be whatever somebody's asking them to be so I think maybe that he's having a reckoning with that you know I made Which all this money it drives know. me crazy too. Like when people, I mean, I don't get stay on culture whatsoever, but especially when it's about actors or actresses, like mm. people who loved Gossip Girl, they loved Blair on Gossip Girl. So they're obsessed with Leighton. I think her name is like Leighton oh, Meester. Yeah. yeah. And she is not Blair whatsoever. Like she's very laid right. back. She likes doing folk country songs, but people really? worship. Yeah. Like she's, she's nice. just like a chill kind of like folksy girl, but people are obsessed with Blair. So they think that she's Blair and then they idolize this actress who is yeah. nothing like the character. So I'm like, anytime someone's a stan of an actor or actress, I'm like, you're, you're not really, you're just kind of like a character they played. Yeah. 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 Nothing's <laughs> going on in that head. Today's episode is brought to you by Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. It is all 100% online, and you'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I am a huge advocate for therapy. I think it's fantastic. Therapy has really helped me with um, just unwrapping different cognitive distortions I fall into the black and white thinking or the all or nothing traits or sometimes the mind reading like when someone bumps into you in the street and you're like it's because they didn't like me <laughs> it's a cognitive distortion it's not real so if you want to get started on your path towards better mental health Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy medication or both you can get started at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use the code fluently to make 2024 your best year yet that's Cerebral Cerebral, C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L dot com slash podcast and use code fluently. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. Now, yeah. um, Jim also then got into art. He started mm -hmm. becoming obsessed with painting. Have you seen any of his paintings? What do you think of them? 
I think I've seen I thought I think I've seen a photo of him painting in like his studio barefoot mm-hmm. of course yeah. uh sober questionable <laughs> um they were fine you know they were they were good paintings I think yeah. it's like throwing shit on a canvas it, I mean it's better it than George like Bush's a... yes I'll, I'll give it, him that it, his was more of like the DMT variety it yeah. wasn't like it's like I took lilies. acid and painted yeah yes yeah George Bush is just like here's my victims <laughs> Well, Jim Carrey is also, he does get a little bit political. He's um, spoken out about vaccines and this isn't even like Mm. vaccines for COVID. This is back in 2009. So when he was (laughs) Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. He led this march in Washington. The green are vaccines. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Remember he was so because of autism. Didn't they think? I think Jenny McCarthy believes that her child has autism because of vaccines. So then they led this march to like, and it wasn't to totally end vaccines. They just wanted toxic substances removed from them, which like, yeah. I don't know what goes in a vaccine. So they just said the quote was too many vaccines too soon, many of which are toxic. And I will yeah. say, I do believe that like, I'm never going to be on the side of big pharma. Like I think that they're yeah, fucked up. Real, yeah. Um, but I just do not know enough to speak on it. Like, I don't, I don't know what goes yeah. in a vaccine. I'll be honest. But yeah, I, and also, I, I put them know. in my body. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I did one. I was like, I want to travel. But yeah, I yeah. think he, Jim probably got the thing where you get caught up. Um, you know, you date somebody. Oh, hold on. I'm so sorry. You... Somebody's coming up to my door. No, you're good. I'll be... Go for it. I'll be right back. I'll cover this. All right. This one's from the mask. Wouldn't that be funny if I just. Um, I'll describe uh, Shannon's backdrop here. It's a white wall. I think she just moved. I'm not sure if she wants me to put that in the podcast. She'll probably cut this in post. Um, somebody's coming to her door. It's probably Jim Carrey, to be honest. He's probably like, I heard you, bitch. And I've come here to give you an STD. Um, I was going to say, I think Jim Carrey, he, that's the classic thing of when you're dating somebody and you kind of get sucked into what they're, <laughs> you know, like either marathons or anti-vaxxing. You know, so maybe he's like, let let go of it a little bit. But when you're dating somebody, you kind of get sucked into their interests. You know what I mean? You I've dated do. women and been like, I like Pilates now, you know? So who knows 100%. where he's on it now? A hundred percent. I normally feel like that's how like every girl gets into rock climbing and like, yes. you know, yes. yes. <laughs> or that's how every guy ends up with a Stanley cup, you know, it could go both ways. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's probably what so, happened though. We do have some other blind items about Jim Carrey. I'll kind of shout out some of the more interesting ones here. We have one alleging this former, this foreign born, former A plus list comic actor has been hitting really hard on this Disney actress singer who is legal, but almost two decades younger than his youngest kid. And that is allegedly Jenna Ortega. Ew. uh, She looks seven. Also, I feel like Jenna Ortega and Ariana Grande, like to go after allegedly Disney, like Disney girls, like Disney already like, it's already adding some sort of like weird layer on it. Not that like any going after any 20 year old is okay, but like someone from the Disney channel is like, anytime I meet a guy and he's like, Oh, like Olivia Rodrigo is so hot. I'm like, you pervert. You, how dare you? Even though she is a woman, like it's Olivia Rodrigo. Music. I feel like I'm going to get arrested if I listen to this. This is, I don't, this is too young for me. I feel like a complete poser every time I listen to it. I know. I'm like teenage angst. Yeah. That's a little creepy. There was an allegation here of a blind item basically saying that Jim Carrey is going to be starting a church to try to recruit women into it. (sighs) I 
could you see him as a cult leader as a religious uh, figure (laughs) yes him and jared leto they should just join forces all in white oh god i could see it a little just because he's like you know showing up to fucking events saying he's not there you know that's some cult leader shit he's already got the verbiage down the drugs and the yeah i could see it i hope it doesn't happen i hope it's not real I did see a blind item here saying um, this former A plus list actor is using the studio's desperation for a sequel to a holiday classic, The Grinch, by charging double the highest fee he ever got, and that was nearly two decades ago. And I remember back in the day he was being paid like twenty million per each movie. Mm. I will say though, like nobody else can do The Grinch; it has to be Jim Carrey. So like, good on him yeah. for charging a high fee. Yeah, plus that makeup. I don't know if you'd ever want to go through that again. It sounded like hell. I think it was like, think it was literally like, like four or five hours. Ten a day. hours or something. Yeah, to put it on and take it off. No, and you have that much money in your life already. There's no fucking way I would do it again. Yeah. What's the reason? No way. Yeah. Now this blind item that we're gonna end on here, and then we can do a little Grammys and celebrity wrap up yes. is um. A hilarious story here. It says, I don't know if he still has them or not, but a story about people licking psychedelic toads reminded me that this foreign-born A-list comic had several of them and would shame his guests into licking them or they would never be invited back. And I don't know why, but I think it's true out of all the blind items. (laughs) Because here's the thing. like, If this blind item is being made up, that's something crazy to like really, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's got to be real. I don't know where these come from, blind items. I've never looked into it. I know some it's of like them are sent in. And, yeah. yeah, some are sent in by readers. Like if you can prove that you know something, or yeah. sometimes you have like sources over the years. But like the right. psychedelic toads, like I see, and I also feel I like that's it. a weird power play thing. Like lick this toad yeah. if you want to come to my party. Yeah, and it's also just fucking weird absolutely you know wild I mean? yeah so i mean who knows i mean if he gets canceled you could always just become the next jim carrey so then the slots open you just have to I mean, make people yeah. lick toads talk about how you're not real i could do i could give some people stds i gotta give <laughs> meditate care. give stds say i'm not here i can do uh, that yeah. well let's dive into some kind of weird. trending pop culture topics because i would yes, love to get please. your take on them the first thing I want to ask you about when, by the time this comes out, the Grammys will have been about a week ago. What were your thoughts on the Grammys? And what do you think about Taylor Swift fever that is gripping the nation (laughs) and all other nations right now? I mean, I thought the Grammys were tame. I don't really, you know, the Grammys are so fake now. It's, I mean, they've always been kind of fake. They're fun to watch. It's whatever. Um, Jay-Z's so weird. I thought that was weird that he referred to his wife as a little, little lady. I don't know if that's like an inside joke with him, but I was like, what? Um, it was fine. There was nothing crazy that happened. It's whatever. The, Taylor um, Swift, though, everybody's saying like, how could she bring up Lana on the stage? That's so rude. And Lana looked in uncom- I mean, Taylor Swift's kind of cringy. She's a millennial. She's very mm-hmm. millennial cringe. We forget that. Today's episode is brought to you by Way. If you are looking to have salon quality hair every day, you can do so with a bunch of Way products. Way has this new product called Hair Gloss. It's fantastic. It can help treat damage. It's something that you can do just in five minutes while you're still in the shower, and it enhances your color vibrancy. It just makes your hair 
looks salon ready, fresh, glossy, and it also smells fantastic. All of their products smell really, really fantastic. They also have these other bestsellers. They've got leave-in conditioner. They have a detox shampoo, which I am really into because I just have, how sexy, one of those scalps where like there's always buildup on it because my hair is so thick. So if you are experiencing that from maybe hard water in your shower, dirt, oil, other impurities, that detox shampoo can really get everything out. And they also have a fantastic smelling hair oil Oil, which is great, especially for those dry ends that we all have. So you can give your hair a glow up with whey. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use the promo code fluently for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with the promo code fluently. I don't buy her relationship with Travis. Oh, you don't? No. Expand on that. Oh, you don't think, think that they're dating per- at all? No, I think it's a great, great business couple PR relationship. I mean, the minute their relationship came out, you saw, what, five Travis Kelsey commercials on air during the games tied into Eras tour in the movies. Those were, I will say, the commercials were already happening. The guy loves a camera on him. Like, he's definitely big on that. Um, Well, look, I have to ask, do you subscribe to the Gaylor beliefs? Because that's, like, my number one topic I don't know I I subscribe to Byler I think like back in the day some stuff happened when she was surrounded with all those models but I don't think she's been a closeted lesbian her entire life yeah yeah I don't know I don't really care if she's I I think she's just more about like you know money she loves money billionaire (laughs) you know and they don't ever (laughs) stop loving money so but she's also like completely controlled by teen like a you know her life is completely controlled to the minute so like is her life know. controlled or is she controlling her life? Like, I think that's the fascinating thing to me about Taylor Swift is the going back and forth between is she the victor or is she the victim? Is she just controlled by everyone and she's a little puppet or is she the most powerful billionaire who's on top of the world? And it just oscillates between yeah. those two ideas. Yeah. I mean, I think she knows what she wants, but I think her team is also just like, you're going here, this, you're doing this, you're, you know. But she also is like, yes, I want all of this. Make it happen. Mm, she's kind of down to be controlled because they want the same objective yeah i mean she calls the shots the pfizer shots um but you know um (laughs) i don't buy the relationship it's just too public it's way too public to be real so what do you predict do you see a breakup right after the you know super bowl i don't know i have no idea i mean he's gonna get into you know movies he'll probably be on some shitty kevin hart duo team movie he was good um, on SNL. I thought he actually had good music timing. Yeah, good. Yeah, I think he stuff. seems like he'll he's he's got some. I mean, he's he's a good person in front of the camera, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's and it's a good move because he's not problematic. Like I yeah. think when they were vetting him as a boyfriend, you know, he's great. He's not his old tweets are just you know his head head is full of rocks. He's tweeting about squirrels, not yeah. problematic at all. Um, I think so there it's were perfect. a few tweets. I feel like he tweeted something about like something something fat women or something like that but it was like a few tweets (laughs) with a ph i mean that does seem like (laughs) travis kelsey's style but um it wasn't anything like typically when you do a deep dive into most of these pro athletes Mm, like it's it's like tons of like rape charges and stuff which is really seriously a football player Mm -hmm. yes they probably vetted him we're like holy shit this this white boy yeah he's he's no matt healy you know what i mean (laughs) um but then it's like also like jo- who was Joe Allen? So I'm I'm confused with like maybe it is real because like who the fuck was Joe Allen? Why did they date? Well, what would she get out of that if not a real relationship? It's very yeah, I, it's very strange to me. I don't get it. 
I think Joe is definitely real and we'll probably be learning more when, you know, the new album comes out because it seems like, oh, right, right. you know, who is a tortured London poet. London boy no more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, see you later, London. Yeah. Like, the, honestly, like the millennial cringe. tracks, like 100%. It's so millennial cringe, dude. Wasn't there one if called just... like Daddy, I Can Change Him or something? Which yes. is like She's so... She it only so, works when Lana does that. I yeah. know, I know. She and there's no, um, she doesn't give away, give like sex pot vibes. Like she's not, a, you know. It's, it's even so it's in just a, like when she dropped Reputation and she was like, "Oh, I play all these men and I just <laughs> leave them." And I was like, "Okay, but like when well, I grew up, Aunt you Taylor had curly stopped. hair, yeah, and you watched the History Channel, and like I feel like that was the authentic you, you know." Yeah, I know, I know. Who so I, I mean, I love Taylor Swift, love her music, but she's just. She she's at the at the heart of it. She's a millennial cringe lady. Yeah. If you look at her that way, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's more relatable too. Now yeah. you also posted a TikTok where you're chatting before we hopped on. As of today, the day that we were recording, a nude video of Drake has <laughs> been released by who? Maybe him, but it's God, like breathe. him on a bed touching his situation, and it's the biggest situation I've ever seen in my it's- life. So much so that it can't be real like it it's must be comically fake. large it's so <laughs> Dirk Diggler at Boogie Nights I mean I cannot believe I mean if it's real I, like, I was like look if it's real props to him and I'm sorry for every woman he enters no woman wants that and I'm I'm gay and I know that like no woman it's just it's so funny too that I post that on Instagram and like all these older women that are like kind of like you know rough around the edges they're all posting like yeah it's a waste for the vagina like, it's just funny to see, like, Brenda on Instagram being like, couldn't handle all that. Uh. No, it it looked like, and I've been going to a lot of, like, festival or conferences lately. Like, I went to the AVN, the Porn Oscars Awards. What? I went to, like, this furry convention down in Denver. And what? all of these awards, you know, just as one does. But, like, all of these awards have these booths set up, like, these trade show booths. And they're selling items and it's like long, long dildos. And I was asking them like, this can't fit in like the vaginal cavity. And then they were saying a lot of these long ones are actually for the back door because you can go way deeper with that one. Okay, but when I saw the video of Drake's penis, I went, that looks like the purple tentacle dildo I saw at the furry convention that could only enter the anus. Like it was just so (laughs) long. (laughs) Drake the snake. I don't know. I mean, it it's giving it's giving he leaked it because he's mad that Killer Mike he he was mad at the Grammys already. Um, oh yeah, he he wasn't at the Grammys, was he? But no, he hasn't. I think he's yeah. just, you know, Eminem talks shit about the Grammys about that. They just get everybody there and then give the award to like, you know, Macklemore. Um I so, um I've been on a real big like old school Eminem kick lately. What's that? Mm. Where he's like, so you can sit me at the Grammys. Like yeah. half of you critics can't <laughs> yeah. even stomach me, let alone let stand me. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I love I, Eminem. I will say I miss like the Grammys back in the day when Eminem did go and Christina Aguilera so and Britney Spears like presented the award and like mm-hmm. Christina was Or the like, old school huh. VMAs. Yes. Like it's it like was Madonna drama. like eating out Christina Aguilera. It was so good. Yeah. Cut to Justin <laughs> it was Timberlake. Just like, yeah. It was delicious messiness. And now we have like lip reading, but back then we have like actual beef served to you on a platter, which we I just have, find so yeah. funny. I mean, Trevor Noah is just complimenting everybody as a host. I was so bored. 
I was like, you don't have to be mean, but like, come on, make jokes. He's just like, 21 Savage is incredibly successful. It's like, like, okay, you could tell that uh, Taylor didn't like the joke about the NFL. So he's like, let's make jokes about how Taylor Swift is the most benevolent, kind (laughs) leader bestowing kindness on all of us. And it's like, this isn't even a joke. Like, it's just like, yeah. He's a writer. I don't know what that was. He's just, you know. Playing the game, though. I get it. It was awful. Now, what do you think yeah. of the Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion oh, feud? That was fun. Wasn't that fun? Nicki Minaj allegedly loves cocaine. Um, allegedly. That's a, dr- <laughs> that's a drug. That's a drug rant. Keep your phone away when you're on speed. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Social media is, like, not not going to be your friend when you're high on coke. But we've seen this time and time again, I think. Remember Vanessa Hudgens on live after doing drinking, talking about how the, you know, people were going to die from COVID. Was she it drunk was when she said that? I think afterwards she was like, I probably shouldn't be on here. Like I've been drinking or something oh, like that. And I then she ended she it. That. That or was Doja so Cat. Like every time Doja Cat goes Doja on live, Cat. she's like hitting her vape. And I feel like it might be a weed pen or something and Our saying something. Leave, yeah. <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, they make there. those now. <laughs> There's yeah, something. And then she like always gets in trouble for going on live. And I'm just like, Dude, I live for the mess, so I kind of love it. But why would you ever go on live as a celebrity? There's only something to lose, nothing to gain. Yeah, and I I saw somebody on TikTok make a good point. They're like, why wouldn't anybody on her team, if she has all these people she pays, like, why wouldn't they tell her not to do that? And it's like, because she pays them. No one's going to say no to the person who's giving their check out. You know what I mean? Okay, but then you got to take back your Taylor Swift point because she pays her entire team. So is her team controlling her? Does she control them? I think they set it up for her. They've got like two years booked for her, but she wants that. But yes. No, I, I think she said she plans her life out. Yeah. And like those she definitely two plans her life out. She mm-hmm. does in her team as well. But I think it's a collaborative effort on their end. But I mean, me too. I think she's also just like, find me a good beard or not a beard, but boyfriend. Yeah. Who, someone going to look out. good that I can date. Maybe they're fucking. I don't know. That kiss was weird, wasn't it? On the field. What did you think of that kiss as, a, as you know? It was weird, but I also, like, I would also kiss weird if I was surrounded by all those people. And you're Taylor Swift and you're millennial cringe already. But her kiss with Harry Styles was also weird, but it's also surrounded by people. I just need to see her kissing more people up close, and then I'll be able to know know. (laughs) what's real or not. Every time they kiss, though, it's like a, you know... Like, when when Travis went and saw her perform in wherever, Portugal or wherever the fuck, Brazil, Mm -hmm. and she ran off the walkway Mm -hmm. and kissed him they were like a foot in front of an enclosed space where they could have made out in private that's why i'm just like why why not now now you're now you're getting me on the train because i remember that why and then they went underneath it into the enclosed yeah enclosed space and make out and but it just seems so fucking forced in public the convertible after his game the first game she went to and they drove away in his convertible are you kidding me that's so set up I mean, so maybe then, they're really dating, but why are they so adamant about being like, I'm in a getaway car? And it's interesting, it's too, so because <laughs> I feel like all their relationship is doing is making the average person really dislike Taylor Swift because she's everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. it must not be, she must not care not about the public women, opinion, though. just the money. No, I feel like the women are turning on Taylor Swift. You think Swift. the women hate it? I think they're all like, fuck yeah, Travis, Kelsey, and the Chiefs. Well, they like that, that, but... They just love the idea of seeing if someone is a girl's girl or a mean girl now. That's mm. like the woman mm-hmm. dichotomy of feminism. Like you can only be a girl's girl or a mean girl. Right. Like that's right. it. 
And Taylor Swift used to be a girl's girl. But now after the Grammys, people are like, or is she actually a mean girl? Because of course, shades of gray don't exist for women. It's only right, right, girl right. or mean. Yep. So yeah, I, think I think now people are starting to say she could be mean. I don't know. She's a billionaire, man. She's a mean girl. <laughs> if you're a billionaire, you're not a nice girl's girl. Sorry. No. Like end, end of argument. You know, how girl's girl can you be? <laughs> It's a billionaire. It's a really simple way to sum it up. You know? Yeah. Like, sorry. And you Rihanna can... is not a girl's girl either. I hate to break it to you. But, no. You know, you know, she's status. probably had to fire a lot of women. Yeah. It happens. Okay. Well, okay. as we wrap up here, could I get your final take? Who is your favorite celebrity and least favorite celebrity? Oh my God. That's so hard. It is a that's hard so one. And it could be just favorite to like theorize on. Oh God. Well, I right now it's probably to theorize it's probably taylor just because yeah, it's so, so fun, fun and it's out there drake's dick is a close second uh <laughs> and least, third <laughs> and third it needs, it needs two spots on the list the top and the bottom of them um least i just don't i don't care about justin bieber any or kardashians i don't give a fuck yeah i, really I feel like justin care. bieber doesn't care about justin bieber anymore either yeah it's kind of nice that he's like kind of just chill with his visa girlfriend yeah um, <laughs> that or wife i mean wife i'm they they i don't understand why they're i don't get it maybe they're in love i don't know they she seems you know he seems to hate I, it, it seems like but a parent son type of dynamic it's you know? weird also mm. that the church kind of hooked him up it's weird i don't know i don't the care to know weird. that and the kardashians i'm like i don't care they're yeah. so removed from society. They might as yeah. well be on another planet, you know? They're all billionaires, too. None of them are girls' Again. girls. <laughs> None of them are girls' girls. Jeff Bezos is not a girls' girl. <laughs> no, that bitch. Not all right, all. well, if anybody wants to hear some more of your pop culture takes and wants to see you in person, where can they find you? You can find me, uh, check out my podcast where I break down pop culture uh, moments from the week. That's called Heather Shaw is Kidding. Remember, I'm kidding, so don't get mad at me or cancel me. Um, I'm not Jim Carrey. Um, and and then check me out live. Uh, I'm always doing live shows all over the country. You can get tickets at heathershawcomedy.com. See where the cities I'll be at. I'm not going to list them all here. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, the next thank time you. we see Jim Carrey and or you in a movie, I feel like everyone's going to know a little bit more about the man behind the, well, actually, no, he's not a man. He's he's not Jim Carrey. He's oh, nothing. He's, not. he's energy. He's yeah. Yeah, he's an orb. <laughs> so it was fun discussing this orb with you. And Thank for you everyone so else, we will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys. <laughs>